welcome to the Sock Valley Spotlight Podcast, where we shine a light on the people and places of the beautiful Sock Valley. In each episode, we highlight the hidden gems and untold stories of local businesses, community leaders, and the people that call the Sock Valley home. I'm your host, Drew Williams, and today I'm joined by Ann Cooper and Diana Johnston, who both have a cool story to share about this upcoming women's conference. But first, can you share a little bit about yourself? And Diana, thank you both for being here. You're welcome. I am glad to be here. This is Diana Johnston, um, and I'm from Harvest Time Bible Church. Okay, but, Diana, yeah. go ahead and give me a quick snapshot. Uh, who are you? Who do you love? Just a quick thumbnail. Who do I love? This is all about Jesus. So he's first and foremost. So that's going to be my first start answer. But the second person that I love is my husband of 35 years. We live in Rock Falls, Illinois, and have lived at the same place for 35 years. Love, love, love it. Would not change it. Um, so yeah, and I've attended Harvest Time for about 20 years now. Okay, wonderful. Mm-hmm. And then what about you, Anne? Who are you? Who do you love? Give us a little snapshot. <laughs> I'm Ann Cooper. I uh, was born and raised in Tampico, still live in Tampico. Um, I am a teacher. I've taught for um, many years, um, getting closer to retirement now. Mm-hmm. Um, but same here. I mean, if I didn't love Jesus, I wouldn't be doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But my husband, I have two children, both uh, grown um, adults now. And I'm still in Tampico, and I've been at New Life since the beginning of the church. Okay, wonderful. And so, um, again, a lot of times we bring on guests onto this show who are locals, either business owners or community leaders, or even just people who kind of live here and love this area. And today we're doing a little bit of a special focus because there isn't an upcoming brand new uh, women's Mm -hmm. conference that's going to be hosted at the end of the month of September 30th. And so Mm -hmm. I wanted to bring on both of you to talk about where this came from, because as far as I know, a women's conference for the Sauk Valley that is hosted by multiple churches together Mm -hmm. has never happened before. Yeah, that's the key, the the multiple churches. I mean, each individual church has had events for women, but to come together as a community and do this, as far as I know, this is the first mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So where did this idea come from? And maybe you can take over. Um, I know that there was a conference that some of you all went to in Morrison in yes. the spring. And maybe that sparked the genesis mm-hmm. of this. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. Uh, a few of us were attended the Rooted in Christ conference in Morrison, not knowing that other people from New Life were also going to be there. And as we were um, participating throughout the day, one of the members said, hey, why don't we join for lunch afterwards? So there were, yeah. I think, 12 of us after the conference uh, went and had lunch together. And during that lunchtime is when we got a lot out of we discussed a lot about what happened at the conference and how much it meant to us and what we what we got out of the conference. Tell me a little bit about maybe just that. What what did it mean to you? Like, why was that a, a, a striking time? Uh, I think one is that it was all women. Um, it was women of different generations. So it wasn't just mm-hmm. moms. Love it was that. people yeah. with children, people without children, elderly women, just of all ages. There was, I know, at least one even uh, middle school student that was there. Mm. Um, and so it was nice to see all of that where we can learn from each other. Oh gosh, and I just yeah. have always wanted that when I was younger and had children, younger children. I always wanted more women in my life, godly women to yeah. guide me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and so y'all went out to lunch mm-hmm. after, and is that where the idea to kind of yes. start this one in the fall, and and why why start a different one rather than just partnering with what was already there? 
Well, Missy Cromack and I kind of both had the idea at the same time, not really knowing each other, we're thinking the same thing. And then we finally, we discussed more and um, Faith Duncan happened to be there as well. And she's like, well, give me some time. I've got a lot on my plate. And I finally said, Missy, we don't need to do it with Faith. She does. She has a lot on her plate with the school, everything that's going on. So I said, we can do it ourselves. So the two of us said, yeah, let's try this. Um, I need to pause you for a second. Yeah. Have you and Missy ever launched a conference ever? No. Have you ever <laughs> led a business seminar for your fellow <laughs> teachers? Uh, no, I, well, I have. Have you ever organized like a big community event like this? Bible school <laughs> is okay. my biggest so, thing. So that's, yeah. that's the thing that interests me the most in this really is just this is a idea and maybe this question and i hope you know me well enough to know what i mean by this is what gives you the audacity to decide <laughs> that you can just do this on your own or to, or to start it without needing to ask permission from somebody well jen hand who is going to be one of our speakers at the conference was one of the speakers at the conference that we went to that day in morrison and she was talking about what is it we can say yes to? What is God asking you to do? Love that. And for a long time, since my kids have been grown, mm -hmm. I haven't felt like I've had a place in the church. I served through um, the youth group when Mitch Sade was here mm -hmm. for six years. I helped every Sunday, went on mission trips with them. After my kids were grown and Mitch was left, I had nothing. Mm -hmm. And so there was just something that spoke to me. I'm like, this is a way I can serve the church now because I felt like I haven't served the church in the last few mm -hmm. years. Um and, but maybe it's my stupidity that thinks that I could do it. I don't know no, what it maybe is. Maybe it was just God preparing you. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And so uh, to kind of recap, y'all went to this conference that mm -hmm. the, the churches in Morrison mm -hmm. have partnered together on the last couple yes. of years. And were inspired and realized that there isn't something like that right. over here in the Sterling mm -hmm. Rock Falls area. And maybe we could start something. Mm -hmm. And so uh, at what point, and I think that's the point in the story that maybe Diana comes into the story when it's multiple churches maybe partnered mm -hmm. together and set us up. How did how did that go when reaching out to churches and trying to pitch your idea? Was that like 100 percent success rate or how did that go? Um, to begin with, we weren't getting really a response from people. Um, so we this was back in what, what month was this? Uh, March is when okay. we started it. Well, Just, March was like two weeks after we went to the conference in so Morrison. five months ago, uh -huh. this idea was not even a spark in anyone's right, eye. Right. And then y'all come back and start sending emails and cold calling other churches right. saying, hey, we want to try something. Do right. you want to do it together? Yeah. And I know Missy and I, and I think Megan also met with you the one time, and you had mentioned that if you reach out personally, if you have some personal connection, that can sometimes get people more involved. So we reached out to people or churches that we knew somebody that went to those churches and said, hey, can you get us in contact with somebody that is involved with women's ministry in your mm. church? So Diana actually was the first person. So Hardest Time was the first person that uh, responded back to us and said, yes, we would like to help. Okay, so what makes you, Diana, or maybe uh, Harvest Time Church, um, trusting enough to say, yeah, this sounds like a good idea. I don't know how it's going to work, but let's try and do it together. Mm. Logistically, we as a women's ministry at our church like to feed our women um, at least once a year with sure. a major event, something like this. So normally we do it by ourselves. So when Anne proposed it and 
she mentioned the speakers. So we did some investigating into the speakers and some of the other things that she mentioned that were going to happen as far as worship during the event. Just just some ideas. Um, so as a ministry team, we prayed over that. And this is something we need to be involved in. And the overall response was absolutely. This is okay. a direction we definitely want to join in and partner with local churches. It just it's a great idea. And so now that you guys have kind of been a part of this together, Mm -hmm. um, it wasn't just New Life and Harvest Time. Along the way, Open Door Community Church um, joined in with it. Bethel Reformed Church Mm -hmm. joined in with it, at least in in informal capacities. But there's also women from the community that are part of other churches, as well as I'm assuming some that maybe are coming to this conference that don't have a church home. Mm -hmm. Why is it important to have this be not under the any one church's banner. Why is it important to you all, maybe, to have it be a a joint collaborative effort? I think when we started this, we didn't want it to be just new life. Um, I think because we realized that new life can't do it all. We're just one church and we need the help of all churches to reach out to all of the people. You've talked several times, Pastor Drew, about how if we filled every church, we still don't have enough churches to serve everybody in the area. Yeah. So we need as many people that are out there to spread the word as we can. So the more they, the more people and more churches you can get involved, the more people will reach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, does that does that kind of line up with your guys's heart over at Harvest Time as well? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, you know, coming into this, did I know Anne? Did I know anybody from New Life? No, didn't know a soul. Wow. Now I could just be, she's my sister in Christ. We joke. We have a great time. Before we start recording, Before, there's definitely some jabs <laughs> oh, yeah. back and forth and some joking happening. Absolutely. Yeah. So an event like this makes that happen and being involved in that makes that happen. And that is what my hope is for the ladies of our community is to feel that love and to have a friendship that is developed mm-hmm. through this event yes. that, yeah. you know, we wouldn't have if we just did it at our church. Right. Yeah. And I think one of our goals that we want to see come out of this is that it's not just a one day event, that something continues after it. Like when we went to Rooted in Christ, what came out of that for us was this conference. And it might not be another conference or something like that, but friendships, um, people that they can call or to build another relationship Mm -hmm. with that helps them on their journey. Yeah. Why is that so important to be developing relationships? Because, I mean, honestly, the sentiment that I hear from everybody is after junior high, it's really hard to make friends. Mm -hmm. And why is that the case? And why is it still important to be developing that? Well, I think that we can live in a very lonely world if you mm-hmm. don't have those relationships. I think already people try to do th- too much on their own. We just need to have other people there to support us and for us to support them. Yeah. Through, mm-hmm. It's a difficult life. Life yeah. can be difficult. What do you think, Diana? Why is it important to continue to nurture relationships? You're, you're talking about you know being with a, a, a church for 20 years, living in a community for over three decades, And yet there's something in you that still goes, I would like to make new friends also. I would like to develop new connections also. What is it that drives you for that? Because I think God created us for community. I don't Mm. feel like he, we're not an island. We're not alone. We are meant to be in community with each other. And that support comes from that. 
And so that's what drives me because I know God would, yeah, his desire for us. Mm. Well, I'm, I'm really excited about, uh, the, the possibilities of this. Yeah. I know that this, you know, we are too grassroots <laughs> things like this, you know, kind of uh, startup things like this are exciting. I think there's something in the Sauk Valley that is just, there's something in the water here that gives people the desire to start new things mm-hmm. and to create new opportunities, which is really exciting to even see this on this side of things. That mm-hmm. it's not a business venture. It's not trying to make mm-hmm. any money. The only no. thing it's trying to make is it's trying to make uh, women aware that they don't have to do it alone mm-hmm. and that uh, there's right. other people there to be on the journney mm-hmm. with, mm-hmm. which is really exciting. And so thank you both for mm-hmm. being a part of this, for saying yes Mm-hmm. to the prompting that was on your heart and for saying yes to doing it in a way that involves other people mm-hmm. as well. And I know that it's not just the two of you. No. There's a, there's a no, large team yes. um, that y'all represent that have been uh, being a part of this. But um, before we uh, kind of talk about how people can get um, involved or anything like that, do you have any last things that you want to say about uh, this conference or maybe even just your hopes for uh, women connecting in the Sauk Valley. Well, I would like to just say that because we have um, joined with the other churches, this conference is going to be so much better than what it would have been if it would have just been New Life. Mm. Um, I think anybody from New Life that's been involved with this would they definitely agree with me. Um, each church or each group of people have their own talents and gifts that they bring, yeah. ideas that we wouldn't have thought of. So it's going to be a much better conference because we're all together. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I think of. What I, I just, I just want God to be present and to fill the hearts of those who come oh, here today he and let Him do the work. Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah. What he wants to have happen will happen. Mm-hmm. Sure. He will definitely be. Our, our title of our conference is called Renewed by Grace. And I feel that, God, we are there to be renewed. I feel sometimes we as women are, we go, 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 go. And we are just tired mm-hmm. and yeah. we just need to be resting. And, and this whole thing of renewal just... Um, it stirs something in me because I need that. I need to feel his presence. I can't wait for corporate worship with other women gathering together and lifting our voices in worship. Something about that, that Holy Spirit gets moving is awesome. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to the worship portion of that. Um, we have some great leaders that are going to be leading that part of mm-hmm. it. Um, and yeah. We- yeah, so it's going to be Saturday, September 30th. Mm-hmm. Yes. Tickets are on sale online. You can go to the Facebook page for the Renewed by Grace conference. Yes. I've been seeing it shared everywhere on my Facebook feed, probably because I'm friends with some of these people, but it's <laughs> also like always being shared in the community groups and stuff. Um, and I looked at it, and it's pretty... Uh, Pretty reasonably priced, you know, $30 right. to come in and includes lunch from Candlelight, mm-hmm. which is really cool. And uh, y'all are bringing in some outside speakers. Yes. Um, but I understand one of the speakers actually has some roots in Sterling. Yes. How did that happen? Danielle um, McGee Belton um, was a graduate. Um, I don't know how many, I don't know what year it was, but she went to school with Pam Capes Okay. and Tammy Marks. Um, actually, she's the one that suggested her. She said, you might get some people interested because she is yeah. a native Local of girl. Sterling. Mm-hmm. And so Danielle is very excited to come back here um, to share the word with 
the community she grew up in. How cool, a, a cool reunion story for her. Yep. And then we also have Jennifer Hand, yes. who's a, a speaker and an author yes. and someone who's just really good at in, encouraging women. And, I, and what from what I've heard, um, one of the funniest people She's alive. She's very funny. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My wife came back from the Morrison uh-huh. uh, conference saying that she had never snort laughed uh-huh. so much in her life. <laughs> So, uh, you know, I, I think that that's going to, it sounds like it's going to be a fun time. It sounds like it's going to be an encouraging time. Mm-hmm. Um, but more than that, it sounds like it's going to be a time that really just shows connection and community mm-hmm. and working together, which I, I think that those are beautiful things that anyone from faith backgrounds and people not from faith backgrounds can get behind is that the community coming together mm-hmm. for each other um, to raise each other up. Mm-hmm. So thank you both for mm-hmm. being here with us. Thank you for sharing your story with us today. And until next time on the Sock Valley Spotlight, I'm your host, Drew Williams, and let's keep finding the beauty of this place we call home. <laughs>